Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. We were just lining up calls here talking about the, the school bus situation. In a couple weeks when kids go back, it looks like uh, there could be no school buses because of a contract dispute. Yeah, the uh, two sides have been working throughout the, well, I was going to say throughout the summer, but pretty much through the entire year. This has been something that's been going on for a while. They have not been able to uh, resolve their contract issues, and both the consortium and the school boards were saying uh, to parents yesterday, devise alternate plans in the event that in two weeks today, when kids go back to school, there are no school buses to take them. Paul, what do you think of the situation? I think those people should be paid at least the $25 an hour range. Hell, they're bringing the most important kids to school and most important cargo as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean, you could be driving a a truck or another vehicle hauling, you know, something around that isn't a living, breathing child, and you can make pretty decent money doing that. So why are you not making good money being a school bus driver? Well, that's just it, too. And the fact that not only are they driving the kids to school every morning, too, but they have to put up with all the stuff going on that they do, like fighting, like you said, and jumping and running around and swearing and learning all that bad shit, so. <laughs> I can only They're imagine. Almost I just is, is that where you learned it, Paul? That's right. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Hey, Joe. Hey, what's happening? Good. Are you a bus driver or a parent? Hey, I'm a I'm a parent. I'm not a bus driver, but I do drive around quite free. I'm a truck driver. So, okay, this is the deal. I hope somebody can confirm this for me. Not 100%, but I've been told that those contracts for the buses go to the lowest bidder. They're, they get bid on, right? Is that true, Dev? So, do you know? Hmm. I don't know about that. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. That's what I've been told. I could be wrong. But anyway, let's... Just for argument's sake, let's say that's how it is. So they can't give them a raise, right? That contract's already been based. That money's not there to give them that raise, right? So this is the other issue. Like I said, I'm a truck driver. My biggest, like, caution on the road is school buses. And not because the kids that are inside, obviously, it's a caution because of that, but because of the drivers themselves. They're so inexperienced. They don't know what, like, there's some very, very good ones. And there's a lot that are extremely horrible. And it's not their fault. They just get thrown into it. Uh, you can say job. the same thing about truck drivers as well. 100%. There's... 100%. But um, they're driving this big vehicle around, and you see all the signs, no experience necessary, we'll train, we'll get your license for you. So you went from driving a little Honda yesterday, now you're driving a school bus full of kids the next day. Yeah. And I mean, I kid you not, I swerve out of the way of more school buses. I swerve out of the way of more school buses that run stop signs, et cetera, et cetera. They just, they don't have the experience, and I feel bad for them. So you think instead of going to the lowest bidder, they should be looking for whoever's going to do the best job? 100%. It's our kids, man. It's my kid. My kid rides a school bus every day, and I'm telling you, I've, I've called in and complained about more school buses than any other vehicle on the road. Hey, Jerry, what do you think of the school bus situation? Well, I think they need to fix it really simply by amalgamating the two boards together to free up some money to give to these people who are driving for a living. You, you think no the idea. bus drivers should be getting paid more as well? Well, I don't know that, like, there is one, there's an ad that was just on, I just listened to it, and it was, they get nineteen twenty-five an hour, and everybody's like, oh, that's great money, but they only work three hours a day, right? And they are in a dangerous situation, and they got to deal with, 
you know, I don't know about you, but when my son's in the car going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? There's oftentimes I wish I had a bus just to take him to the store. So I don't, you know, I really feel sorry for these guys. They need to free up the money. The only thing I don't like is they've had the whole summer do this, and it's like the teachers, it's a hostage situation between the board and that, and that's wrong. We're looking for a solution to the problem, and Gary is on the phone. Hey, Gary. How's it going, Taz? Good. You made a phone call, and you talked to a friend of yours. And so all buses, they're done by contract, and they go to the lowest bidder. So my solution is, let's make the whole school board like that. So all positions, principals, teachers, trustees, let's make them all have to bid on it, and then the lowest bid gets it. <laughs> and provide you teachers? That, <laughs> that will get this solved like that. Could you imagine you got 15 principals out of work trying to bid on a job for a school? We'd be getting these guys for 40000 a year, saving all kinds of taxpayers' money. Yeah, teachers, hey, I'll be a teacher for $22,000 a year. <laughs> right. Do I get summers <laughs> off? So you can see how silly silly it is that they, you know, this is an integral part of the school board. You're looking at 50,000 kids. So treat them right. You know, don't go for the lowest bid. How about going for the safest? Mm-hmm the best drivers, mm-hmm. you know, the most qualified as, as far as it comes to overall um, operation. Yeah. Don't just bid on lowness because when you cut corners, all it takes is, and this is serious, all it takes is one child's death because of this, then it's all our fault because we need to look at them and go, it's, it's not about the, you know, lowballing these guys. It's about making sure, as the one gentleman said earlier, the truck driver, train these people, keep them year after year. You know, make it what it is. It's it's profession, and I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't want to do it. And I, you know, thank those guys for doing it. But that's the truth. Why yeah. death and this lowballing is all crap. Well, I, and we are we're putting a lot of this on the school board. I, I don't know. I haven't seen the financials. I don't know how much money uh, the the owners of these bus companies are keeping for themselves either. Right? Like there's a there's more aspects to it, but the. The fact of the matter is, it seems whenever there's some sort of contract negotiation between the school board and whoever it is, whether it's the teachers or the school bus drivers, it's the parents and the kids who suffer. They're, they're held hostage. They can never work it out in the two months that they have off every year, which is unheard of. No other profession does that. Two months off, get your business done in the summertime and stop ruining everyone else's lives. I agree 100%, Todd. Eagles Hotel California. It's FM 96. Big milestone for the band yesterday. The Recording Industry Association of America announced that the Eagles album Greatest Hits 1971 to 1975 was certified 38 times platinum. It has overtaken Michael Jackson's Thriller as the best-selling album of all time. You said it's Greatest Hits, right? Does that should that count? Because Thriller's an original album, all new songs when it was released. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's some pretty good jams on there. You can I think I got two copies of this album, at least. One vinyl, one CD. We had it on CD growing up. I'm sure I owned it on cassette tape at some point, too. <laughs> Don't talk to me, Jim. This is my jam.
times platinum. Now, they, these two albums have been going back and forth for a while. Eagles was number one for most of the early 2000s. Then when Michael Jackson died, uh, big spike in uh, in thriller sales. But now they've over. Now that the then Eagles, Glenn Fry died, yeah, now that the <laughs> Eagles are dying. They've they've uh, brought the uh, the numbers, the totals back up. That's a good. Uh, it's a good point, though. It is a greatest hits. Like if Michael Jackson put out, well, he has his greatest hits. Remember, he came out with that double album, History. I don't know if I remember that. Yeah. Was it just a greatest hits album? Yeah, it's like a huge double out. And so you could argue that Michael Jackson had an opportunity to outsell the Eagles with his greatest hits album, and he didn't do it. Yeah. So, so it should count. But I mean, it's I, I don't even know. It's like. It's like saying this is the best meal of all time, like steak and potatoes, but then another meal where you take all the best parts right. of a different meal and put them together, yeah, like well, this candy and ice cream and meat, lasagna. It's got everything. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know a good analogy, but it's something about it doesn't yeah, sit right with me. I like the, I like the yeah. food. So you can either order one thing off the menu, or you can eat from this incredible buffet. Yes, and just pick all your favorite foods. And even if the meal itself is great, the buffet is endless, and you get the pick of the litter. Yeah, yeah. If you're feeling like a little of this and a little of that, you get it all. Hmm. So you're not recognizing this. Uh, I refuse, Taz. <laughs> I was going to say congratulations to the Eagles, but <laughs> Jim's talked me out of it. The Taz Show Podcast. Aretha Louise Franklin changed the course of my life. She led me to where I am today. And I know she influenced so many people in this house tonight, in this room tonight, and I want to thank you, Aretha, for empowering all of us. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I just want to thank Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Long live the Queen. For making me so fantastic. <laughs> R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Me, 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 me. I also like how she's wearing traditional African clothes and talking with a British accent. <laughs> but she's like a white American lady. She just can't make up her mind. Yeah, Madonna last night at the VMAs. Uh, social media exploding. People saying, "What? why is she talking about herself? <laughs> she's supposed to be doing a tribute to Aretha Franklin. And that outfit she's wearing, I'm sorry, the, the hodgepodge... Uh, who put that together? Like, who is who is advising Madonna at this point? Is she just making her own? It's like she put a bed sheet over herself. Yeah, her own fashion decisions. Seeing that makes me glad I was never really good looking. Because like, then you can get away age. with it. No, like if you're good looking when you're younger, getting old must really suck. Like for me, yeah. I, I almost feel like I'm better looking now than I was when I was in my twenties. Can confirm. I've seen both. <laughs> It's even it's especially harder for an an aging beautiful woman who sure. was like that was her sex. main sex appeal. Yeah. yeah, sex was her big thing yeah. back when she was younger, and now she needs to fill that void by getting attention somehow. Yeah. So it's it's wearing ridiculous clothing and getting your face pumped full of all sorts of different chemicals. If she was truly inspired by Aretha. Take it back a notch. Don't do the plastic surgery. Age gracefully and just wear a mink coat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
But you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's harder for uh, good-looking people to get older. Look at Johnny Depp. Case yeah. in point. He's getting older he's start, now. He's, he's going off the deep end. He's at the tipping point. He's mm-hmm. been a gorgeous man. But oh. now, like, that, the clothes he wears and stuff, a little ridiculous looking. And the... They're trying to keep up with the current trends. Johnny Depp probably, I bet you right now, even in his sleep, he's wearing upwards of nine scarves. <laughs> <laughs> MTV Video Music Awards. Recognize some of the names. Do you know who Camilla Cabello is? No. Camilla Cabello won Artist of the Year Video of the Year. So she's doing pretty well for herself. Childish Gambino, I recognize. Donald mm-hmm. Glover, right, from uh, Community? Lando Calrissian, Lando AKA. Calrissian and uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is a really good show. He won a bunch of awards. The Carters, don't know much about the Carters. They won Best Art Direction. I'm guessing it's Nick and Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick Lamar, I've heard of, uh, won Best Visual Effects for uh, one of his videos. Nicki Minaj, I'm familiar with her work. There was a cool moment, though, um, Post Malone. I, and I do recognize this guy because he's the dude with the tattoos all over his yeah. face, right? Uh, literally under his two eyeballs, it says, never tired in tattoos. <laughs> it's just the worst tattoo I've ever seen in my life. Never tired. Uh, on, on his face, amongst other face tattoos, never tired. I feel like or, I sorry. Have- Always tired. Yeah, is what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I have always tired tattooed on my face, and yeah. I don't even have tattoos. <laughs> just the bags. <laughs> That's right. It just looks like I'm always tired. Anyways, Post Malone got up there last night, and he did a little uh, rock star sing along with Aerosmith. Sounded sounded pretty good. Here. Tyler still sounds pretty good, man. Yeah. They did Toys in the Attic as well. Obviously not the first time that uh, Aerosmith has teamed up with a... Is Post Malone, is he a rapper? Would you yeah. describe him as a rapper? Yeah, definitely. He, he plays guitar, though, as well. He was playing hmm. the guitar up there. I never trust it. I feel like it's just a prop to most of it. Like, a little Wayne held a guitar once, and it did not look like he had ever <laughs> held one before in his life. Post Malone also has a tattoo over ab- above and below one of his eyes. <laughs> it looks like he fell asleep and somebody pulled a prank <laughs> on him. Some of this drew the magic marker. Kevin Hart was uh, on hand last night. He was actually joking about uh, all the face tattoos. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's Post Malone's not the only one there with with the the tattoos on the face. It's a trend. Oh, it's insane. One oh. that I hope my son doesn't get into. A lot of people here that I love tonight. We got a little pump. We got a little Zan. Uh, these are also the reasons that your twelve year old cousin wants a face tattoo. Stop writing on your <laughs> damn face. Stop writing on the your legend. face. It's stupid. You're not going to get a job if this <laughs> don't work out. Yeah. 
Thank you, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Talk some sense. Yeah, you can't you can't cover that up with sleeves, you know. <laughs> At least the tramp stamps that uh, that people I know were getting in the '90s, you can put on a shirt and tuck it in. Exactly. And no one's gonna see that thing when you got always tired tattooed under your face, and you're going in for a job interview. Sir, why are you wearing a balaclava? <laughs> oh, it's, it's real cold. The Tash Show Podcast. I don't know that thing. Cut my brother in half. My mama's gonna cry. So the devil's having to laugh. We're singing the blues this morning for Gateway Casino's London Blues Fest tickets. The festival kicks off Friday, runs right through Sunday here in London, down in Harris Park. It's going to be a, a great time with the Sheepdogs, Foghat, Colin James, Blue Oyster Cult, and more. Mike and Allie are both going to sing the blues. Whoever uh, we think does a better job gets a four-pack. Hey, Mike, what are you saying hey. about this morning? Ah, uh, getting old. The getting old blues. The getting old. I'm too young to be getting old blues. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Give you a little backing blues music. Or I get up in the morning. I hear my knees creak. I didn't get enough sleep, man. I feel a little weak. I look in the mirror. Damn, to my despair. What the hell is that? Looks like gray hair. My youngest son just started his first job. Couple months he can drive. And man, my oldest son just made me a grandpa. Damn, I'm too young. Much too young to have the getting old blues. I'm only 47 and man, I got the getting old blues. It's pretty good. That was good. <laughs> if I had a harmonica, I would just do a little piece right now. It just make wah, the harmonica wah, wah, noise. Wah, wah, wah. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations on the grandchild. Uh, yeah, thank you. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, like a week ago now. Yeah, wow. nice. Exciting yeah. and depressing simultaneously, At right? the same time, yeah. It's even still weird saying it. <laughs> okay, Grandpa, hold on, okay? <laughs> All right. Now, this is, uh, this is Allie. How are you doing this morning, Allie? Pretty good. How are you, Taz? Good. I listen to you every morning. You sound like you have uh, uh, what it takes to be a good blues musician. You are completely oh, yeah? blind? Yes, I am completely blind. And you are broke, you say? and right. Okay. <laughs> blind and broke is like the first two. Like guitar and being able to sing, Yeah, those are secondary when it comes to singing the blues. <laughs> blind and broke are number one and two on the list. Like a young Jeff All Healy. Right. <laughs> are you, what are you going to sing about? Um, well, give me a backbeat. Give me a backbeat. Okay. Is this uh, like, what's the theme of the blues here? I'm going to talk about me walking around, tripping over Okay, now if you use foul language, you know you're instantly disqualified from Game of Palooza, right? All right, I know I, I made the f bomb once, but well, we we talked. We, over yeah, it. nobody noticed until you just brought it up. Okay, don't right. do it again. Here we go, Allie. All right. All right. So I fell over the other day. I was trying to find my way of ways. I was walking down the street to you. 
trying to find some tickets to the country blues. So there I was, walking down the street. Then this little bugger came and kicked me in the jeep. So I turned around and I said, listen here, young boy. Don't you get it? Get it? We're all a joy. Mm. Yeah. Keep going? No, that's good. Yeah, yeah we got the gist. Thanks, Allie. I'm going to put you on hold here. Huh. Jim? Now, honestly, I think the first guys was better, but I feel like we got to give it to the Allie, right? Because she's blind? Well, no. Well, it's, it's just because she's blind, she doesn't get the ticket. No, right? I know. That would be, actually be even more discriminatory. Um, but I feel like she deserves it. <laughs> you want to give them both tickets? Why not? Okay, let's give them both tickets. <laughs> Allie, congratulations. Don't swear. We're giving you tickets to Blues Fest, okay? All right. Okay, congratulations. Mike, you were actually better. <laughs> you were better, but... I know. Uh, oh, she was like, blind and broke. I was like, oh, I'm done. Mike's <laughs> 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 yeah, like, oh, my life's tough. I have a great long life. I've got two beautiful sons and a grandson. My and life's can, brutal. And yeah. I can see where I'm going. It's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can okay. see him. Hey, I just want to sincerely thank you for listening to the Taz Show podcast. If you want more, subscribe. You can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your podcasts. All the podcast places.